0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show where being unprepared has literally never stopped us. My name is Christy. And my name is Illumide. And this is the Big Empty Purse podcast.
1: Life is just performance art. People who pretend it's not really drive me crazy. They're like, oh, makeup's not natural. You're false. I'm like, you weren't born with clothes on, but you wear those. (laughs) Get over it.
0: All right, today we're so excited to welcome our first guest of season two, the incredible Joelle, my friend, my mentor, general badass, bridesmaid, fellow PhD, a wonderful human. So thank you, Joelle, for being on the podcast today.
1: So many compliments, oh my goodness. Um, yeah, oh, thank you for having me, even though I think I'm on the wrong show, because my purse has <laughs> never been empty, I don't think, ever. In hist- it's like oh. a black hole of just, like, everything that's existed in the universe. It's currently in my purse, so I hope that doesn't get me kicked out.
2: <laughs> no, you're real welcome. We're happy to have you. Oh, by the way, <laughs> should we explain to Joelle what the name came from?
1: We can, if you'd like. Do you want to tell her,
0: Lumaday? <laughs>
2: Are you familiar with any of um, Amy Winehouse's albums? Yes. There is a song called Fuck Me Pumps on the Frank album, and if you remember that song, it was about a woman who would be in the clubs every night with her big empty purse and every week it gets worse oh dear and <laughs> <laughs> we thought that was a very apt name for a fucking podcast so here Perfect. here we are <laughs> big empty I purse. shouldn't
1: have expected anything less than that level of philosophy from the both of you <laughs> 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 philosophy help? No, oh, thank you so much for having me. It's really fun to be here. You're obviously like two of my favorite humans, so.
0: Yes, listeners, we're here vibing. Joelle and Illumide were both in my bridal party at my wedding and Illumide showed up to our podcast recording today wearing the hat he wore to my wedding. So yes. we're out yes, here I with did. the nostalgia. We're out here with the cackling.
1: And we had matching shoes. We did. It was a moment. The neon, the neon yellow pumps? No, the sparkly silver. Oh. At my wedding. <laughs> You wore neon yellow so pumps like, to the what? wedding?
2: I, I did not have the ankles for it back then. I have since developed my ankles.
0: No listeners, Illumidae is wearing neon yellow pumps to record the podcast.
2: Yes, that was how that time Of
0: in. course you are.
2: I mean, I have to stay true to my brand. So Chrissy, what have you been up to since the last episode?
0: My week has been boring, which thank goodness... Thank goodness. I have been waiting out here for a boring week. I don't want to be going through it. I don't want things to be on fire.
2: <laughs> Honestly.
0: I was due a boring week. I was in in a workshop today, which also workshops, I remembered my philosophy with workshops, which is always volunteer to be a note taker. Then you don't have to do anything. You just like- What?
2: That is a life hack. right? <laughs> that is a fucking life hack. Man, I'm going to start using that.
0: And I mean, obviously there are workshops. I say this as if Joel and I have not like put on workshops. We put on a workshop though, like a capital W, really good workshop. Not like- Absolutely. Not the category I'm, of event at all. But I, I found my new work mantra in this workshop today, which is we had an external presenter come in and the person from our office facilitating was like, oh, such and such, like, I'll pull up your slides now.
1: And she says, oh, no slides, just vibes. Ooh. <laughs> That's a mood.
2: Put that on my tombstone.
1: It's a good one. I feel like it communicates like just unfuckwithable confidence. It's like when you're giving a lecture and you walk up and you don't have any notes and you just like whip out the chalk, people are like, damn, mm-hmm. you really know. No slides. <laughs>
2: no slides. Just, vibes. Just, just vibes. Just vibes.
0: <laughs> I also learned this week that the legislature is apparently voting on whether to make daylight savings time permanent. I so heard there will be no more switching back and forth in the times, which
1: I am in favor of. I'm excited yeah. about this.
2: They all agreed that we should do away with daylight savings, and I hope this comes very quickly. I'm sick of this shit.
1: Deeply. I think that would be amazing. And while they're at it, if they feel like cleaning up other outdated, ridiculous legislation, (laughs) I would be down for that too.
2: Actually, remember last season when we were talking about um, the number of cardiac arrests that happens in any one day of the year? It's disproportionately higher on days where we have daylight savings. Oh my gosh. That shit is just killing people.
0: No, yeah, the fascinating thing about reading the articles about this legislation has been like, there's a lot of research around this, which I wouldn't have thought it was that big of a thing, like an hour. I say that as if my mental health doesn't know no, well. There's a difference <laughs> between an hour and <laughs> either connection, But there's a lot of science on like, not just like, like your circadian rhythm and like psychology, but people have done studies on like whether crime rates change with the amount of daylight or like, like other health things that you wouldn't think had that much to do with it. Like there's actually a lot of research and like conflicting research too. So there's like some disagreement actually. So the legislature is voting to make daylight savings time permanent and not standard time. So there are some scientists who are arguing that it should be standard time and not daylight savings oh. time that is the, the permanent sorry which is the standard time? time
2: the fallback or the spring forward
0: fall back oh
1: my goodness no i don't actually know that's
0: the the, that's bad. what i would
2: guess too i would guess the standard has to be the fallback time
0: yeah it's the one with less daylight in the evening <laughs> so i was like <laughs> oh no
1: wait so they're making the less daylight one permanent
0: no they're making they're making the more daylight one permanent okay but there are some sleep scientists who are who like oppose that and say that the less daylight, the less evening daylight one should be permanent because they say we need more of the morning daylight.
1: Right. Okay, I well obviously those want... are morning people and I firmly <laughs> reject their philosophy because I have definitely definitely experienced the situation where and you probably have too in grad school where like you go to work and it's dark and then you leave and it's dark. It's like the sun never came mm-hmm. up that day. There's nothing worse than that.
2: I see. It's terrible. I don't That's like so the sun terrible. in general, so I don't mind that. I just- You don't I, like I, I the, want sun? It. the sun? It's not necessary. I like the way it feels on the skin, but I hate- because first of all, my eyesight is next to garbage. It's on the curb next to the garbage. Right next to, the, <laughs> right next to it. If light goes into my eyes, it makes me even blinder.
1: Well, that we have technology for that.
2: <laughs> What's the technology?
1: Sunglasses. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh
0: my goodness. <laughs>
2: Send oh help, God. send help, I'm dying.
0: <laughs> Why well, get glasses when you can just avoid the sun? <laughs> so it's extra.
2: Tiring. Honestly though, I get sunglasses and I still avoid the sun. I can't see, okay. even like in the car, I have to have those, um, have you seen those sun blinders that mm-hmm. go up when you die? yeah. <laughs> Mine stays up like the whole fucking time. I don't take it down when it's not sunny. That stuff stays up just because I can't see with the glare. But anyway, I don't like sunlight. It just bothers me so much.
1: You are the first person with melanin that I have ever heard this from.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. Remember the qualify I gave at the beginning? I love the way it feels on my skin. Mm-hmm. I hate, th- it's the eyes.
0: The other thing I did was binge the show Bridgerton. Bridgerton is a show on Netflix that's like a historical like Regency era romance, but it's, it's sort of fantastical in that like, they'll have the orchestra playing like versions of modern like Ariana Grande songs. And they also purposefully cast the show uh to be very diverse in a way that like
1: not historically accurate right right right. (laughs) it's kind of like cinderella
2: with um rogers and hammerstein with cinderella uh, cinderella brandy and whitney houston
1: the most iconic cinderella ever
2: i agree i agree
1: (laughs) impossible for the
2: plain yellow pumpkin soup. Anyway.
1: But no, it's just like a
0: diverse set of people and it's not to like make a plot point. It's just like, it's a bunch of great actors. And like, also I'm just excited because the lead actor, uh, Rege-Jean Page is really hot. <laughs> so let me, let me just make a YouTube Yeah. The, gr-
2: the girl is really pretty too.
0: Oh yeah, the, the actress who plays Daphne, a friend of ours invited us to, I don't know if y'all have heard of this. There's like a Bridgerton ball experience. Uh- Just like a live in person event where you like go to like a Regency era ball.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry. How am I just hearing about this? Please tell me what this is about.
0: It's it's basically, it's just like live the fantasy for a night. They just like decorate a huge ballroom, they have an orchestra, you can like dress up. They have actors who are dressed up and doing the dances and like they're playing out a little story. Anyway, so a friend asked if we wanted to go to this and I was like, absolutely, I'm here to dress up. I'm here for a theme. (laughs) I have no interest in watching the show Bridgerton, but I'm going to go. But then just like the curiosity was getting to me. So I watched the show, even though I don't like romance at all. Like, I don't. I was so into it though. It's like a, I don't know, it's very, like, it wasn't as, like, prim as I thought it would be. It's very, like,
2: it's scandalous,
0: racy, sexy, hush Right, hush Shonda Rhimes. It's very fun. Yeah, Shonda likes to make a point.
2: <laughs> That's her specialty. She just adds the drama and the scandal to any story. It
0: was wonderful, and I, like, I got involved in the romance, even though I was, like, utterly against it. I, I literally, like, by the end, I was so invested in them being together, like, the two main characters.
2: By the way, please update me and let me know how that goes. I'm very intrigued in how that goes. Wait, Joel, you, have you seen it, actually?
1: yeah but it, yeah. it goes in the category of shows i watch for like social currency right like love is blind um. like there's some things that you can't participate in like everybody's conversation unless you mm-hmm. like know what they're talking about so sometimes i watch things for the cultural references
0: yeah that's fair
1: I, I mean i liked it but it started out as like everybody's gonna be talking about this for six months so i should probably know what they're talking about <laughs> i literally can't watch squid game either like i don't care how many people are talking about it i can't watch it i cannot there's enough trauma in my life i don't need like like recreational trauma <laughs> recreational tra- <laughs> that's netflix's brand though recreational no.
2: trauma like christy no- that's gonna be season four of big empty purse recreational, recreational trauma,
1: trauma. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm writing it down.
2: <laughs> Who was Anthony actually?
1: He's the, he the older oldest Bridgerton. Bridgerton, the boy. Yeah, the the oh, viscount. Oh, yeah.
2: oh god, I hated him. I hated
1: him. Like, please don't do all over my honor at dawn, please. Thanks. Just sleep. Like, please. what is that? I can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was so irritating. And yeah, Joel, like you were saying, I just like learned
0: recently also because like the book series apparently every book focuses on like the love story of one of the Bridgerton children. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you said, season two is focused on Anthony. I was so disappointed. I was like, uh, literally, I would pick any other Bridgerton child over him. I also I like didn't... couldn't keep them straight until I learned that their names are in alphabetical order. Huh? They're like each, like it's Anthony is A, B is, um, oh, I forget. Colin, Daphne, Eloise, Francesca, oh. Gregory, and Hyacinth. I know this. They're wow. all, they're like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> did not know this. Who does that? Like, do you need <laughs> help keeping track of which one of your children was born first? Benedict.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I needed help, though. I was like, there's just there's just nothing but like, it's just like all the, the Bridgertons were like these fluffy brown hair, white people. And I was like, I can't keep you straight. Like, why? <laughs> like the, Any of the like, Bridgerton boys would be on screen. I was like, I don't know which one this is. Right, right. Which is not fair to the other two, because I would mistake them for Anthony, And they don't deserve that.
1: Well, if they're not doing someone against a tree or a wall, it's probably not Anthony. <laughs> <as well>. Yeah. <laughs> I would want to be Lady Whistledown. You would definitely be Lady Whistledown.
2: Yeah, very- <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. That's very, it, that's very me. That's my brand. Of course, it's
1: a compliment. It's like the perfect job for you.
2: Spilling tea all over the
1: place. I, I love that for me. <laughs> this is my brand. The tea needs to be spilled, otherwise people get away with bullshit. Oh wait, I lied. One of my favorite characters is definitely the um, like the seamstress who's not French, but like everybody thinks she's French. Oh yeah, she's yes. running the best <laughs> game in that place. <laughs> that was so yeah. funny. Yes. Elamide, what have you been up to?
2: Last week, I was nice to you guys. I showed up here and I said, I wouldn't say it. This week, I'm fucking going through it. Going all the way through it. There's no other direction <laughs> I'm going, but through it. For no particular reason, actually. There is no good reason why I'm struggling this week. I just am. I had like two meetings in the same fucking week that I attended 40 minutes after they started. Not it- because, <laughs> n- not because I, I literally, usually I look at all my calendar stuff and I do it in real time. I went to start doing some bullshit writing and I got swallowed into the writing. And then all of a sudden I look up and I was like, wasn't that meeting supposed to uh, happen twice this week? Twice. This whole (laughs) week has just been rough. I've just been dropping the ball on stuff. But we made it here. And I'm very happy to say I made it here. (laughs) I showed up to work today. There was supposed to be a meeting at 9.30. And I showed up and I was like, hey, I'm ready to do the meeting. Look at me being very on it today. After missing two meetings, I'm not going to miss this one. Tell me why I get there. The room is empty. And I'm like, looks like y'all motherfuckers forgot there was a meeting today, huh? And I go check my email just to make sure that that's the case. I waited five minutes. I'm like, people are running late. No, there's 20 of us. All 20 of us can't be running late. You See what I mean? I eventually check my email and there's an email in there that says meeting is canceled for this oh, week. No. And I was screaming. At this point, I was just fucking balling out screaming like this is exactly the kind of week I'm having. So when I say I'm going through it, I can't tell you any particular reason, but which means that I didn't consume any content this week.
1: So, Joelle, what have you been up to? I have also been in, like, a writing spiral where I sort of lose time and, like, um, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't have any meetings because I work for myself. Well, I do have meetings, but they're usually meetings that I make, and if I make the meeting, I usually remember them. That's the difference, maybe. Uh. (laughs) If I don't make the meeting, I won't won't remember it. Like, yeah, that, and we were watching... um, inventing anna on netflix which was so fascinating about that like german heiress that also shonda related content Ah, (laughs) of course german heiress who like conned a bunch of uh rich men out of their money which i found to be just like so satisfying it was spectacular i definitely recommend watching it
2: i've seen the tiktoks have the sound you know what i'm talking about
1: Mm -hmm. i do not have time for this i do not have time (laughs) Time for you yeah yes (laughs) it's so good and then also like because there seems to be some kind of consistent vibe that spring is coming we like went to the garden center and bought some plants and are getting ready to like make our backyard cozy for outside living but then the next day it snowed so that was fun and then now it's (laughs) warm again just to keep everybody on their toes We don't know what (laughs) season it is. I'm trying to decide whether or not I'm actually going to turn 36 uh, next week. Probably not. I'm screaming. I don't know, I, just, I don't feel like it. <laughs> I had
0: an aunt who got to 50 and then started counting backwards, <laughs> like, instead of going to 50, she just started going yeah, back down. So you'd ask her, her age, and she had, like, a very specific answer, because she literally, she was like, no, I'm 37. 35 is where you make your U-turn and just start going down again. A
1: U-turn sounds yeah. great. I, I might, I might do that. I have to yeah. decide, though, what I'm gonna do when I get to the 20s, because I definitely turned 23 maybe four or five times. So. That might be a little bit <laughs> weird, navigating that plateau, I don't know. It's just a feeling like nothing has changed in a while, so it feels, like, wrong that mm. time should have to pass. Like, I think that fact. that is not right. We should get the time back.
2: I agree, yes, I agree. We're our time. Yeah, the world really came to a standstill for the past three years, if you really think about it. Like, actual standstill, like, probably slower than it was in, like, the fucking 1800s.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably that's... <laughs> but nobody thought to stop the clock's, like, complete and total incompetence. <laughs>
2: Are we playing
0: a game today?
1: We are playing a game today. It's our favorite game.
0: It's called I Should Have Known That, which is trivia, but it's supposed to be easy questions, which makes it more embarrassing when we get them wrong. (laughs) Although they got us last week, we were doing really well and all of a sudden it hit us with a bunch of sports questions, which apparently they thought were easy, but. No. Well, now we have a Super Bowl expert. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Last week we had three questions. I knew the answers to zero.
0: What is London's most famous shopping street called? it's not called high street i don't know
2: <laughs> i don't know <laughs> that's what they always say
1: like i'm gonna go shopping on the high street in london
0: of course in
2: la it's rodeo drive everybody knows rodeo drive but i wouldn't know what it is in london
1: yeah i don't think
0: of london as like a
1: fashion city oh it totally is is it really mm-hmm.
2: well they think they are oh that's shade but you know
1: they think they are. <laughs> I mean, as fashionable as you can be, like, when it's literally always raining. Yeah. <laughs> They're working with some constraints. The weather is terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the answer is Oxford Street.
2: I genuinely did not know that.
1: Nope. I apparently did not know that
0: either. They always can just I call do? it the High Street. So question number two is, what color is the S emblem that Superman has on his chest?
1: Red. And it's red, yellow, right?
0: Red, yellow? Yeah. <gasps>
2: Do you all might be right.
0: Well, it's because the costume is blue. The suit right? is blue. Like the main, like
1: the main base thing is blue.
2: The accents blue? are red. The- but is the is the S also red?
1: I couldn't tell you whether the S was red or yellow, but I know that there's both <laughs> red and yellow in the.
0: <laughs> I think it's a red S on like a yellow like sh- shieldy thing, right?
2: Yeah. Now that you have said that, you've convinced me of that. Watch, yeah. well, it's not true. But like, like when you said it, <laughs> I was like, my brain can imagine <laughs> that, and that say That seems right to me. So I don't know. Are we going with red?
1: It is. It's red. Yay. Hey. Yay. Teamwork
2: <laughs> makes the dream work. Thank you all so much.
1: I think it was just you were right and I was wrong fiddent. I <laughs> don't know if no, it's exactly teamwork. Yeah, it is a
0: it's a red S in a red diamond shape with a yellow background. Alright, final question. What sport do you compete in if you participate in America's Cup? Alright, I'm out. <laughs> hockey? Another I fucking
2: don't... sport question?
0: Ice hockey? Whichever We've... one it is, I'm reading them.
2: Can we just say hockey? That way like we get credit either way. If it's ice or whatever.
0: <laughs> okay. So high yep. or whatever. Could you imagine the audacity of field hockey to call themselves just America's <laughs>
1: Cup? Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> a very nail sport. Like, we can agree on that. I think it's ice hockey. I
0: think I think that sounds right. Because it's not a baseball thing. I don't think. It's not an American football thing. Ice hockey is po- it's not a, It's not a basketball thing.
1: I don't think. I love how I was so sure out the gate and now I'm like, <laughs> I've backtracked all the way to... <laughs> like,
2: We should still go with it, because I don't have a better answer, and I think that sounds very right to me.
0: I don't have a better answer. I think, yeah, I think it sounds right. It sounds right.
1: Okay, so we're going (laughs) with hockey, but maybe soccer.
0: (laughs) It doesn't matter. I looked at the answer. What is it? Oh, God. sailing. Get out. Sailing. Sailing. Sailing, like on a sailboat. I'm
1: speechless. first of all... Sailing! Sailing's a sport? <laughs> oh, oh my god, I totally let you all down. I should have known this. You know why? Because, like, where my parents live, the Oracle, like, office building is there, and they have their, like, catamaran, like, docked in, like, the pond out front of their office building, and it's, like, the, uh, the America's Cup, like, winner. I forgot oh. about <laughs> that. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh my goodness. Sailing. Wait, is it called
2: the America's Cup? Because technically quote unquote ships sailed to the americas and quote unquote discovered it that's why it's called the america's cup because like that's not a culturally american thing
0: <laughs> oh no it's possessive it's not it's not plural america's. oh so there's it's like possessive. there
1: are other cups belonging to other places <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> have mugs tumblers wine glasses <laughs> i don't Tumbler. think that this is a, <laughs> goblets all right well i don't know why it's called the america's thing
0: the oldest trophy in international sport apparently I feel like that's the Olympics. But America America's Cup has some audacity, man.
2: Just calling itself <laughs> everything. You know what? It is a it is a traditionally culturally American thing because what other sports would have the audacity to just give themselves the whole title all the way down?
0: Um they're British. Oh yeah, yeah well, you're right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they also have some yeah. audacity.
0: So the topic we'll be discussing today is makeup. And so Joelle is on here both because she is a lovely human and friend and also because Illuminae and I collectively know nothing about makeup. <laughs> Which like obviously we picked it as a podcast topic because being unprepared has never stopped us. But Joelle is amazing at makeup. If you wanna check out her Instagram, because for some reason you don't believe me, it's uh, <laughs> Mojo Jojo underscore PhD. It's a rainbow sparkly wonderland of incredible makeup.
2: Yeah, thank you so much Joelle for being our resident expert in makeup, seeing as we're <laughs> both. Very
1: helpful to today's topic. <laughs> I'm happy too. It's definitely one of my like most consistent, I guess, hobbies. My family members they weren't polite enough to give me like any of the real art genes, so this is the way that I. This is my art form. <laughs> so, Joelle, when
0: did you first get into makeup?
1: Well, people are probably aware. Like, uh, I'm from Trinidad, and one of the big things that we have is carnival, right? It's like this giant parade of like color, and like people have coordinating costumes and there's like espionage that happens beforehand where people sneak in to try and get a peek at like what costumes other people are planning it's like a whole thing (laughs) island-wide celebration and like Mm -hmm. you know you basically become like a character so like you know I, I used to paint my face and my body to be part of the costume and then also like you know when I had dance performances and any kind of like performance art there would also be you know costumes so I guess like my first my first relationship to it was very stage and costume oriented and then of course like the older women in my life also loved to paint their faces and like make fashion statements so they used to wear makeup and nail polish and like they always just were so colorful and vibrant and so it became like a part of adulthood for me I guess looking up (laughs) and around me it was really cool I also I mean I really love color (laughs) so that part exists too (laughs) well and also like scientifically it's fascinating right like there's so much like science behind it like chemistry and physics of light and like you know emulsions like there's so much stuff like I go through Sephora and half of me is like ooh it's sparkly and the other half of me is like what phase of matter is this (laughs) (laughs) what phase of matter is this yeah it's definitely like so fascinating as like a pro- as like a line of products, like all the different things that you do to create different kinds of surfaces and like how things bounce light and how they like interact. It's it's really fascinating from that perspective too. Because I'm still a huge nerd underneath any disguises that might fool you. No, that's yeah. true.
0: I hadn't. I don't know why I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> there is a lot of chemistry behind it. Look, oh. I
2: feel like I'm the one who has to say this for the listeners to realize. Oh, yeah. Christy and Joelle are both trained chemists, actually on their shit trained chemist me out here i'm useless i have no idea what any of this thought process is i see a thing it looks like a solid you know what i'm gonna call it a fucking solid
1: (laughs) no christy is an actual chemist i bounce light around and that happens to be useful in the field of chemistry occasionally
2: I bounce light around.
1: That's what I do.
0: I guess, like, to say it accurately, you're an amazing physicist who has found great applications for that work in chemistry, but I don't, it feels mean to call you a physicist, so I don't want to put that evil on you. I'd rather keep you in our camp.
1: (laughs) That's true. In certain parts of the world, it is an insult. And no one will believe you anyways. If you say I'm a physicist, people are like, the side eye on that one is real hard.
2: I first got into makeup, which, by the way, I wouldn't even say I'm into makeup. It was high school. Of course, you know, growing up, you see your aunt and everybody wear this pretty stuff on their face, and you're just like, wow that's so cool but anyway i didn't actually have any interaction with it until high school i don't know what i think i it was the first time i noticed that my eyebrows were i always knew they were uneven but like for some reason that year they started to grow extra thick and i was really upset about it i was like i want to do something about this so i took a shaver to my fucking eyebrows (gasps) you know where this is going and i wiped out one of them and then i was like hmm there has to be a way i can fix this so i was like They must sell something I've seen women Who construct entirely new faces With this thing Let me go see if I can buy an eyebrow And I went looking Brow pencil was there Actually still my mom's And then like I realized that My mom's shade is Lighter than mine And her brow pencil (laughs) Did not look right on me So I was like all right. So eventually I figured that A sharpie would do (laughs) Oh no (laughs) To draw the eyebrow back on Um, That also had its issues But it was better Than the brow pencil And there Was my beginning Into the foray of Cosmaceuticals
0: (laughs) sharpie i I just
2: had, first of all, my eyebrow then. If there's anybody in the world who has those photos, I am sending you a cease and desist. That's
0: hilarious.
2: <laughs> you better not resurface that shit.
0: Wait, did you shave the other one off or did you try and No, match the that's remaining the thing. Did you think I was strippy. smart
2: enough at that point to fucking shave the other one off? I was just really <laughs> stupid. I was just like, let me just paint the one that's not there back on, as if that did shit. It's
1: so much worse. <laughs> well, that's you were so just early fun. because no brows is a thing now. It's a trend.
2: See. Yeah, I was out here wilding, man. And my brain that's- completely reasoned, like, yeah, this is. Is fine.
1: <laughs> so my first experiences with makeup
0: were also as a result of dance and stage things, which for anyone who hasn't done makeup for stage performance, it doesn't look normal like face to face. It does not look like a normal face of makeup. For example, I did ballet for many years and one of the roles I did was a toy soldier in the Nutcracker. And they would literally have us basically draw these, it was like drawn on gigantic eyes. You would like fill in your eye area up to your eyebrows with white paint and it made like (laughs) sort of like eye look. It was bizarre. So like when I tried to do real people makeup for in person, I I just went so heavy. Like all I knew was like raccoon eyes. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to to learn how to be subtle with makeup. (laughs) Yeah, nothing about my start in makeup was subtle. It was that combined with early 2000s trends of like body glitter, slash everywhere glitter, (laughs) like the roll on sticks of the glitter. (laughs) You would put it like on your chest, like on your like cheekbones, like just. How much makeup and when do you wear makeup nowadays
2: first of all i wore way 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 more makeup in college than i do now now i just Mm. genuinely don't have time also i probably was wearing it poorly back then too but i don't know i wear it when it makes sense for an outfit like if i do i need it like most of the time it doesn't matter no amount of makeup could fix this face but (laughs) i i'm like why bother but i just i just i just don't bother with the makeup but sometimes like a nice eyeliner will get you together like if that's the last thing that like makes the whole outfit make sense mm. a nice eyeliner then i'll go out the way to do a nice eyeliner and sometimes like when i do the maintenance for my brows which by the way i'm not rich enough to go get people <laughs> to maintain my brows as a man this is very important because your eyebrows shape your fucking face they do but i do it myself and what happens is every two or three weeks, I get like a little tweezer happy. And I tweeze a little too much. And then I need like a...
1: the Sharpie.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like, I know you're not about to tell me that you're still using a Sharpie because I'm coming over there. Oh, no, 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 no.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm screaming, not the fucking Sharpie. <laughs> the brow brush. You know the brow brush that pretty much looks like a mascara? Mm-hmm. But yeah, because I, I don't like that over tweeze look where it just looks like you have a piece of thread running across your forehead. I don't like that. But you know, yeah. sorry. For those of you who love
1: it, i love that for you. Well, that look had a moment in time that is over. Yeah, so I don't wear
0: makeup every day. It's interesting you say eyeliner. If I only put one single item of makeup on, for me, it's mascara. And often it is only one thing. Like mascara is like, I wanna look better than I just rolled out of bed. I will throw some mascara on. And then the next thing is like tiny bit of eyeshadow. So I've sort of gotten some level of base knowledge so that I don't look like a clown when I go out. I really like a bold lip.
1: Um, even with the Panasonic, I actually um I'm part of a community of like a uh, makeup enthusiasts. Uh, so we we wear makeup every day. We have challenges and themes that we're supposed to interpret and sort of like, so every day I, I do have a reason to get up and put on makeup and it's sort of become like a part of my my identity that i've tried to hold on to during the pandemic and it, it actually shifts my mood it like you know so you get up and you put your face on and then like you have to change out of your sweatpants probably right because i mean it just is a little bit jarring the contrast between you know, oh. like, <laughs> the full glam eye and like the sweatpants with the hole in the crotch you know so sometimes i put on real <laughs> pants like as a result so it has a good knock-on effect <laughs> I mean, whether it's like, I think when I was in high school, I had a small phase where I was like, okay, well, I don't want to leave without makeup because I'm insecure. But, and I think people think of like daily makeup wearers as being insecure in a way. But first of all, ain't nobody insecure in a hot pink lip. Like there's no way. If you are insecure. right?
2: So like with with respect to like somebody saying, oh, you wear it for confidence or no confidence. There's some people who wear it for confidence and you're still like, I love the confidence for you, but. (laughs) But.
1: yeah (laughs) there's a certain amount of intentionality that is required to pull it off right yeah
2: yeah in addition to the confidence and it sort of has to match
1: your personality like right there are things Mm. that some people wear that you can tell maybe it's just that if it doesn't match your personality you can tell that that person is not comfortable in their skin that day and that's what reads through Uh,
2: that's actually a very interesting way to look at it yes I would agree with that, yeah.
1: So it's about like making yourself, but we all like ha- create these characters that we play all day, right? Like, you know, yes. conference presenter me is not the same as like chilling on my couch me, and that's not the same as like going shopping me, right? Like it's they're, they're very different versions of me and they require different wardrobe, <laughs> different characters. <Yes. laughs>
0: For a lot of people who do do makeup every day, sometimes it's a lot more subdued. And all I can think of is the straight men <laughs> who always <laughs> think those people are not wearing makeup. <laughs>
1: It's uh, so fantastic. people. Yeah, they just, they just, just, just blows like, oh, my mind. natural beauty. I'm like, um, natural. that's like a $1,000 worth of natural beauty over there. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, yeah.
0: Because doing so, the, like, honestly, natural beauty look, I'm doing air quotes, but doing the natural beauty look is, like, I feel like that's difficult.
1: <laughs> yeah, yes. it's hard.
0: Being very subtle like that. I don't know why straight men
2: can be so dense about that. I but, like, <laughs> you see her with a really, really pitch red lips but no eye makeup and you think that's natural beauty. Oh no extensive eye makeup. I was like nobody's lips are that red.
1: Right? You think that they were the ones raised on like Snow White or like Disney Princess yes. <laughs> like that's the only application I could think of.
2: Or you see her eyelashes are like Maybe she's not wearing like dense eyeshadow or anything in the eyelashes are maybe like an inch or two out from her eyelid.
1: Wait, can I say something about straight men and makeup? Yes. This was the most fascinating thing that I found out when I was a postdoc. There was this straight white guy, frat boy, kind of, you know, your stereotypical like he was complaining about girls wearing makeup all the time. And finally I was just like, What's your problem? Like, explain it to me. And he's like, <laughs> So it turns out, right, that he was Red green colorblind. And a lot of concealers for really light skin have green pigments in them to like cancel the redness in your skin. And he for oh. him, because he can't tell the difference between those colors, like they weren't canceling. So apparently a bunch of girls were just walking around campus with green splotches all over their face, and he didn't understand why that was a trend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it was but it was so crazy because he was like yeah i can't tell that you're wearing makeup on your face and i was like i'm the only person in this room wearing more than like a little bit of makeup and so he was so confused about it but it's because like my pigments are not red green balancing right like i've got yellow and like other colors i am brown
2: <laughs> how do you choose makeup either from the store or when you have an outfit and you need a makeup to makeup look to go with it how do you choose either
0: i buy my makeup at the (laughs) drugstore.
2: I didn't even know that they made makeup for women that gives you the instructions on the palette. So I I also get my stuff from the drugstore, but I have been to Sephora to get the color match, which by the way, for black people, I'm so happy in recent years we've started to get the foundation and the powder colors right because in the 90s them supermodels were walking around with ashy faces and by supermodels I mean fucking Naomi Campbell and Iman but shout out to the fact that we figured that out now and it's sight is getting better but yeah
1: because I sort of use it as an art form right? like I definitely buy things because they are interesting So like i I should preface it by saying that like a lot of the stuff like the paint by numbers first of all i don't paint by numbers because y'all know if there is an instruction i'm probably disregarding it just in life in general (laughs) like i'm just allergic to following rules apparently um it has its consequences um but the like with makeup and stuff, i feel like i have figuring out your basics is actually really hard right it's like the foundation matching it's like figuring out kind of mascara you like it's like figuring out how your skin chemistry interacts with products like all of that stuff takes a really long time but once you have that stuff down then you can build a collection that's just fun so like i will mm. choose things that are interesting that have like different textures or different effects that i find interesting or like i'll choose the co- like colors that i don't have and i want to incorporate so i build it like a library like you you build it like a paint palette mm and depending on what you're trying to do. And then also, um, if I'm choosing makeup for an outfit, it not only just has to go with it in terms of like the shades and the hues that you're mixing, but it has to kind of match the mood, right? Cause like, mm-hmm. you know, like each outfit has a mood that you're putting forward and makeup changes the mood know, so like for instance, actually for my wedding, yeah. I had like kind of a princessy dress. It had like a big tulle skirt and stuff like that. And I needed it to be like a little bit slutty, like because you know, otherwise it's too like too Easy. Disney princesses. So I went Balance. for like a full on like film noir <laughs> eye with like black eyeliner and like all the stuff, right? Like just to edge it up a little bit because otherwise people might get the impression mm-hmm. that I'm a sweet princess, and then they'd be sorely disappointed by the false advertising. False advertising. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, it's like the punctuation on the look, right? Like, you're making a point, and then mm. you need, like, to choose your exclamation mark, or, like, whatever you need on the end to add something extra. So it's definitely, like, about a mood. And then you can never go wrong with, like, just choosing colors that complement your face. They don't have to specifically match your outfit.
0: I love doing the, like, the, the swoopy, like, with the sharp line mm-hmm. eyeliner. When you're gonna be
1: giving a lot of side eye, you need the emphasis <laughs> to be, like, <laughs> you need the sharp lines to, like, cut the haters.
0: Cut cut the haters. Anytime I do one of those sort of like extended eyeliner things, I end up with these gigantic thick things because I'm like, oh, it's a little uneven. Like I'll just add a little to this side and a little to the other side and a little, and like it just keeps getting bigger because it's uneven. And I had a friend watching me do that one time and she looks at me and she goes, sisters, not twins. I don't know why, that was like revolutionary for me. I've like let go of my needs for them to be exactly the same.
1: Eyeliner symmetry does torture whole populations of people.
2: I'm out here, like I'm trying to get the eyebrow shape to match the um what do you call the eye socket Mm -hmm. but my eye sockets are not even and i can see it so i will over tweeze Mm -hmm. one just so it matches the other one then i try to i'm always trying to make it my face look symmetrical by doing these things and it it doesn't pay this this thing is a stupid game and i win stupid prizes
1: well so you Mm. you can win that game actually like so this is drag queens Mm -hmm. have taught us so much about makeup right and about like facial structure and about femininity as a Mm -hmm. performance in general um but like they (laughs) they're really amazing like uh you can create symmetry on your face where it does not exist like because they paint on whole new facial features and it it, like it requires you having a bit of knowledge of your anatomy but also like being willing to sort of paint by eye instead of by numbers, right? Like so if you if you go and they like mathematically map your face to figure out where your eyebrows are going to be, you're gonna end up with more asymmetry than your eye would see because your face is not symmetric. Nobody's face is symmetric. And the people whose faces are symmetric, we think they look like aliens, like we're afraid of them. That's like science. <laughs> it's real like if it's people whose faces are too symmetric look really scary to us.
0: So I can just go to the drugstore and buy random things and like sort of guess on my foundation because there are a lot of products made with me in mind no my husband actually just tried makeup for the very first time I've been dying to get makeup on him (laughs) because okay so number one he's very blonde so you can't see until you're up close but he has the biggest longest eyelashes I have ever seen just like 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 stupid looking like when you see cartoon characters (laughs) and it's like the the blinky eyes like he has eyelashes like that and I was like I'm I was like, I won't take any pictures of you. Please, I just need to put mascara on you and see what it would look like if those actually stood out. Oh, my God. Um, and he's not, he wasn't, like, really resistant to it. It was sort of a joking thing. Uh, and he's said many times, because he really enjoys style and fashion, he was like, I feel like it's inevitable that makeup is going to come into fashion for men, just like the way sort of fashion trends and, like, gender... Or lack of fashion designs. trends are going. And he was like, so one day I'm gonna have to learn to do that. He was like, I'm not ready to spend money yet. But like, I, I know in my heart one day I'm going to have like a makeup routine. So I finally got him to try it. And I, I'm taking credit for it as if it wasn't like other friends who like told him it would look great. And he was like, oh, I guess it would. And like He wasn't listening to me. Um, (laughs) Uh but but we went out we went out dancing and they put makeup on him just like a little eyeshadow and mascara and he loved it he was all about it it made me thrill i mean first of all i think men in makeup is very hot yeah it was so hot and he he felt hot he was really feeling it he was actually like actually i don't have enough makeup on like
1: i'd like more (laughs) like we
0: went really minimal because he's never worn it before
1: it's impossible not to feel hot when you're wearing eyeliner (laughs) I think it's funny that we still pretend that men don't wear makeup, right? Because like, first of all, (laughs) anyone who's on TV has wearing a full face of makeup, like not a little bit. Yeah. A whole face. And then secondly, like... That's true. You know, rock stars have been wearing eyeliner and like everybody thinks it's hot when rock stars do it. Like, you know, it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not a new concept. It's just a new concept for like the people who still like to pretend that it's a female thing. Like, it's not. And Mm -hmm. I mean, actually, like the makeup industry has totally embraced men in makeup like we have a cover boy with all the cover girls now what you were saying christy about how makeup is formulated with light skin in mind like even some really expensive brands like luxury makeup brands like you would spend a couple of hundred dollars on some eyeshadow like even some of those brands Mm. still like don't they're not they don't make colors that are accessible to darker skin tones like the colors fade or they like it it assumes that there's a light base bouncing the light off of in order to see the undertones and things like that and that stuff really frustrates me because those brands should have to adapt right like you can't offer a product that is like that expensive that's like still exclusive of like a whole like everybody in the population who is like lighter than that's darker than medium brown like it's like I'm talking like if you got a good tan Christy like this would not work on you it's that specific (laughs) you know (laughs) <laughs> so those t- those challenges wow. still like are still out there and it's still an equity issue
2: if you find out the color theory thing are you trying to match your undertone to the undertone of the thing you're trying to put on your skin or are you trying to find something else that complements your own color tone, meaning that it's the opposite
1: compliment with an eye <laughs> you want something mm-hmm. that goes that looks good with <laughs> <laughs> okay. your, yeah. your undertone. So complementary colors in that color sense, like purple and gold, right. they tend to look really like aggressive together. Like oh. think about like football team jerseys or like hockey team jerseys. Like like yeah. those colors that are that. Yeah. So complementary colors give you the largest amount of contrast. Fuck yeah. Mm. Oh which God. is a look. Like you can you can do that, but that's what you're going for. As opposed to like complementary oh. colors spelled the other way, which are just ones that look nice together. which is like all you you know that's a different kind of thing you can do but that also depends on your undertones like it depends where you Mm. where you fall but if you're looking the main reason that people's foundation doesn't match their neck is actually usually because the undertones are wrong like you can get a foundation Mm. that's like really close which was the 90s supermodel situation right they made dark shades of foundation but they were the wrong undertone so someone's face would be really yellow toned and their neck would be kind of red right like it looks off it looks like you're wearing a mask Mm. the color of your skin right right Right. that's the problem with an undertone matching (laughs) i'm learning a lot actually oh my god thank you so much (laughs) color science is fascinating color science is so fascinating it's like a rich thing like that's why i hate when people are like oh this is superficial it's not it's deep
2: i think a lot of times all of these tips and tricks that people learn of learn and try to share with as many people as possible is because they actually, I guess, this is not a really important thought. They had to fix it in themselves first. So the first person, I guess, the drag queen that was given the, I don't know, credit for inventing the exclamation point makeup tip, where you try to get your nose to be in line with the T-zone of your forehead is the exclamation point. You draw it all the way down and then you leave it here. Mm-hmm. When you blend that out, it makes your nose look, look slim, but in line with the middle of your T. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Raven had a crooked-ass nose. hmm And she had (laughs) to just (laughs) work...
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Sorry,
2: sorry, sorry, sorry. She had to just work extra, 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 extra hard to figure out this thing. And now that she's done it, everybody else can enjoy from it. So I think the contouring thing probably just happens to be like a thing that a lot of drag queens had to fix in the 90s for it to have taken off the way it has.
1: Well, because it's about like faking bone structure that's not natural right like and if you're trying if you're like a male featured person who's trying to perform womanhood you need like to feminize your face shape and like so you can totally change your face shape with contouring like which is also why if you get it wrong it like goes like zombie real quick because if you put your bones (laughs) in the wrong spot like that's not a good look So, I think maybe i I can't tell you not to be afraid of contouring. Like it is definitely something that is like not good if you do it wrong. <laughs> but you can get
0: it right. <laughs> It always amazes me on the, the episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race where they bring in, like, random outside people and have the drag queens make them into, like, their sisters. Mm-hmm. Some of them, like, they will do a face of makeup and it's like, that's a different person. You've literally made that person look right. exactly like you. Like, they didn't they didn't look like... That person does not look like you. Like, no. how did you just paint your face on a completely different person?
1: <laughs> if you're not part of the, you know, the community or you're, you don't really follow it, it's not obvious, like, how much art goes into it like how hard people work to become really good at it
2: no other art form that i have seen on the face of the planet is as exquisite as drag it's like layers on layers on layers on layers and the amount of things <laughs> a drag queen can make happen as a soul entity is mind-blowing mm-hmm. like that shit is art
1: yeah they sew <laughs> they design they like i mean like it's, yeah like even it's intellectually
2: crazy. too the way they can warp your sense of anything yes. Like you can have a very Mm -hmm. distinct worldview and you go see a drag queen, they turn the whole thing on its head conceptually and then you leave thinking, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, so some of the drag queens (laughs) are that good. Like you just, they blow your mind Mm -hmm. when you go see them in concert or in show.
1: Yes, life is just performance art. People who pretend it's not really drive me crazy, right? Like, they're like, oh, makeup's not natural. You're false. I'm like, you weren't born with clothes on, but you wear those. (laughs) 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 Get over it. (laughs) What made y'all want to do an episode on makeup?
2: We, I don't know. We, actually, makeup was on the list of all, uh, an episode that we, have, we want to do, because we have a running list of episodes that we really, really want to do. And we've had to just put off, actually, makeup. Actually, have we ever put up, We have put off makeup, because we didn't know what the fuck we were going to talk about for two and a half hours. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, we figured for this, obviously we need somebody who knows way more about it.
0: Yeah, we pick the topic sort of regardless of if we know anything about it. And sometimes we'll bring guests and sometimes we just talk about it. <laughs> like we had a whole episode on parenting as if
1: either of us are parents. Like, you have parents, that, that counts. Well, that's exactly that's what, what I, I said. <laughs> In that
2: episode, I was like, we've been children, yeah. we know what it's like to have been parented. So this is an episode we can do.
1: But
0: we also we also last week did, the topic was self-awareness and it turned into like a really like <laughs> trauma-heavy, philosophy-heavy episode, we were like, we need we to, gotta, we gotta lighten up a little
1: bit. <laughs> this is like, okay, um, maybe it is useful though, Chrissy especially knows this to like warn mm. your viewers that um, I have definitely been excluded from communications because of my makeup before. So with a pinch of salt, with my advice, I believe in doing whatever I want <laughs> and I believe that my identity is mine to represent. That is not everybody's opinion, right? And me and my unprofessional face have definitely gotten in hot water over it. <laughs> I think that's what? important to say that aside this, right? Like before you go getting people in trouble.
2: <laughs> Hopefully that's changing like the generation that's ours and the ones after ours, they should better not care about this.
1: They better not. But the generation before ours definitely cares about it. <laughs>
2: yeah they do they care about a lot of dumb yeah.
1: shit like as a they do
2: which is why I, as, a, as an act of rebellion for everybody else who is coming after me mm-hmm. who has zero representation i do the fucking most the fucking most you're going to see me and know that your little eyeliner is okay because if i'm <laughs> out here teetering on neon heels in the middle of baltimore city your eyeliner okay you're, just, you're, <laughs> you're, fine. Re,
1: you're rescaling the curve like to make every make sure Right, like everybody like, everybody, like just yeah you can you like d- there's a whole bunch to explore and like, the
2: expression that can happen But because you think, oh, my parents and the people I work for are not going to, you know, enjoy this as much as I do. Maybe I should tone it down. No,
1: motherfucker. All the way to fucking max. Right. And I mean, there is a decision that you have to make, right? And one that I made pretty firmly to my detriment at some times where I was like, I, my job is not to cater to the people who have already had a career, right? Young women and young like people, it's more important for them to relate to me like so why am i going to stifle the parts of myself that like call out to the future scientists that you actually want to have coming Mm -hmm. in just because you're intimidated by my eyeliner like dude don't wear any if you don't like it get over it it was just crazy Uh, they're like oh you don't look like a scientist you look like an actress pretending to be a scientist and i was like that's so interesting definitely a scientist i'm not really sure like how i can not look like one (laughs)
2: I don't think I've had it to like that extent thank god man privilege
1: It wasn't that they were like refused to publish my picture with my like fellowship Like I won an academic fellowship like with money and everything and they like refused to publish my picture because of like my eyeliner My lipstick. What Yeah, it was like it was a thing right and then like two dudes I think it was actually Chrissy who sent it to me an email like she's like look at all these professional Men in tank tops (laughs) like on the cover of the page (laughs) It was so crazy. It was like very clear (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that concludes our episode on makeup.
2: Thanks so much to Joelle for joining us. Where can they find you, Joelle? If they want to find you, um, if you would like to be found.
1: If you want to find me, you can go and look at pictures of my face on Instagram <laughs> at Mojo Jojo PhD.
2: Anything else you'd like them to know? The seven of them?
1: <laughs> All seven of you, be yourselves and tell everyone else to buy their business. But figure out your undertones though or Illuminae going to come for you <gasps> and, their, yeah. and your neck. <laughs> your unblended neck. <laughs>
2: So thank you so much, listeners, for joining us. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at Big Empty First. Tweet us messages. Us, let us know what topics you'd like to hear us cover in the future.
0: Next week, we'll be talking about a topic that is to be determined because we have not picked it yet. But if you show up, we'll be here and it'll be great. So until then, good luck.